Dude, he, Santino's he, brilliant. He's, his, he's, he's, I mean, Santino's his, easily his, one of the funniest uh, comedians out there. And I want to talk to him, too, about... We should get started, yeah? Okay, I, I definitely want to talk to him too about like com- comedy and how much comedy is not funny, and how like there's a couple people like him and Bobby are like two of the funniest guys I've ever seen. In in and I've been to a lot of shows, but if I went to the comedy store on a night and I saw ten people, him and Bobby Lee, like most of those guys up there are fucking hacks. Like it wasn't funny to me in any way. But I guess yeah. like I guess comedy is like the lowest common denominator, right? Like you can get up there and tell dick jokes and It's one of those things that I don't know who's gonna like what's he gonna talk about. Because he's friends with a lot of those people, right? And, and I know. Well it's things. very political. It's, it's, it's very political. It's very political and it's very yeah. it's like anything. It's like um it's like anything. He's like in top tier shit, right? And so it's just like you you don't really wanna like it's difficult to like you know, no one, no one's gonna name names, so it's like it's all vague. It's like what's no, I don't want him to. I don't want him to name names, but I just want to be like, how much comedy? What percentage of comedy comedians? Do like, you who, find what makes you funny? funny? Yeah, and he'll be like, there's three people that make him. You know, he'll be like, that's Bill what I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. Like Bill Burr is his god. You know. Yeah, Bill Burr's amazing. Bill Burr is the funniest, but he's also like extremely. It's all. Yeah, but Bill, listen, Bill Burr, Bill Burr is also like, I look. It's crazy, Bill Burr. I was watching. I saw this old, like, old stand-up. I think him, Bill Burr, like maybe the first time he ever did like late night. He was on like Conan, and it was like the fucking. He just comes out and just starts murdering, you know? Like it's just like jokes that shouldn't be on like late night television, you know? Like it's just like Bill Burr. Listen, man, Bill Burr comedy. Here's the thing. Are we, are we starting yet? Let's start it. Look, comedy, this is my opinion. Not your beautiful, woke, perfect world, embrace the earth, fuck a not goose woke. opinion. This is, this is my opinion. Goose. Comedy. <laughs> comedy, okay? If it's funny... Should be able to do whatever the fuck it wants because comedy exists to make you laugh. And in my opinion, you can do whatever you want as a comedian as long as you kill. And I don't care who you're talking about or what you're talking about. And I've seen, you know, like, you can go back and look at the stuff Eddie Murphy did, right, back in the day. And later on, he was like, he got fucked up for it or, you know, it was seen as being being very homophobic. But at that place in time, it was very funny because that's the place where we were in the world. Do you like and raw? Do you like raw or delirious? I, I mean, I like them both. Like the whole thing with the Mr. T up his butt on G.I. Joe. Yeah. Mr. T with the G.I. Joe in his butt. Like that it's time was like, stuff. that's cutting edge shit, right? Like, I mean, it was it's just incredible. like, what is happening? And, and you know, I've seen... I've seen uh, Bill Burr, we were talking about Bill Burr earlier. Like some of the bits Bill Burr does, and like you can You've see seen Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. Live? Yeah, no, I've seen a lot of his specials, but I'll tell oh. you something. I um, <clears throat> I've seen I've seen a lot of his specials. I don't do a lot of live comedy shows because it's yeah. just I don't have the. It's just it bores the shit out of me. But Bill Burr is fucking hilarious, and uh, you can just see his his anger transformed into, into, into comedy. <laughs> and he's just so pissed off when he talks about people being store, uh, like Pelicans just eating shit. Like 
he's so irate, you know, and yeah. uh, and there's so much energy. Like I saw him uh, the last election down at the uh, down at the church right here. Down, what, down here at the voting? bottom of the street. You saw Bill Burr just voting. I saw, I saw Bill Burr and his wife voting. And, um, I still think one of the funniest things that Bill Burr's ever said is that um, I think he has a bit about how fucked up his dad was. He's, you know, Boston psychopath, white, right. like right. Anglo man. And yeah. just like he never hugged him. You know, like he grew yeah. up, like yeah, his dad yeah. never hugged him, never like said, I love you. And yeah. he was just like, to think of like how gnarly his father was. And that was him trying to be the best father that he could be. Allowed himself. <laughs> right. Like he was like how horrible of a place he had to come from where that was the best, safest father figure that he could present to his own family. Yeah. And then he's, he's got a thing where he, his, when he died, he said he finally could have the, like the balls to ask his mom why he never hugged him or like hugged anybody in the family. And I think his mom was like, well, honey, he just didn't want you to be gay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah. Great. It's just like and, his, and he's just like, how psychopathic is that? Like right. his, he was so afraid of his son's. Or whatever, being gay, that he just never showed them love at all. Like, right. And it's just like, like so, you, and it's just like, if, imagine, and he's like, the, and he's like, just imagine like what he had to deal with to get to like that was him trying to be a good father. Like how yeah. fucked up of the world, how abusive and fucked up like he came from to be like that was him trying to be a good dad. You know. Well, imagine like, <laughs> and I just imagine like, you're, so you're, funny. Your greatest, just, your greatest fear is 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 that your son is gay over everything else. Like, which is like the most like inconsequential part of anything. Like that's your fear, you know? Dude, and, it's and so by crazy. not And by not hugging him, you're going to, you're going to create a stronger person when in reality, you just create a psycho, right? Like you just, yeah, you just you breathe another, another maniac. You make another maniac. It's, it's like a bunch hate. of, it's like generations of fucking, you know, of like Mennonite psychotic Quaker fucking people who just like, don't oh. believe in anything. You know what I mean? They're just, just like, I don't know anything about those people, but eating beets, just having like eating, 15 eating beets, just banging, banging wood <laughs> into line, building houses yeah. by hand, you know? Yeah. Just throwing up barn frames. Throwing up barn just, frames, not not just talking. Get, get, getting your like thirteen year old daughter to have more kids. Just Never engaging in cunnilingus. They're like TV is crazy, hats. but like you know, as soon as you have your period, start having some children. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think we're all gonna we're all gonna go back to that lifestyle. I believe. I think so we're listen, the, the entire world becoming Quakers. I mean, it would probably be for the better at this point. Let's let's all just make handmade barns and and throw the social media into the lake. You know, social media is it's a lot. It's a lot right now. So how um let's let's uh can we recap the cooking episode? Because okay, let's not do that. I fucked up. Yeah, let's keep this as a singular. Let's cut that out. Let's keep this as a singular uh, industry term. No, I don't know. I just made it up. I'm not. Let's keep this episode as a singular. I think guys, this is a singular episode. This is a standalone. We're not going to reference before. We're not going to reference after. This it's floating in space and time. One of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. This episode is special. This episode is something that I've I've been working on getting this guest for years. Um, you know, I've done his <laughs> podcast, The Whiskey Ginger. Two Tone has it because nobody knows who he is. And yeah. 
you know, me and Andrew have become friends. I'm, uh, okay. he's, he's kind of a, a legend, I feel, a living legend. Um, he's extreme. He's one of the funniest people. Me and Two Tone have seen him live at the Comedy Store. He's he's done um, all of the. He's been on all of the funny TV shows. I feel he's been on True. Arrested Development. He's been on The Office. He's been on American he's on Dad. The office? He was on the. He, I think he was on one episode, but still so sick. Okay. He okay. Um, he was on what else? He was like a field fucking agent producer for fucking Punked. He's 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 like the original punk that was fucking good. He was fucking. I'm looking. He's like been on it, and now he's on like the, literally the biggest comedy show in the world. Dave with Little Dicky and fucking tacos it's, it's on not, there. We should get the whole crew the, on. It's not it's the, the biggest, biggest show comedy in the show in, in the world. It's um, the biggest. It's the biggest show comedy show in the world right now. No, it's not. It has the most views in the world. Dave. Dave. Okay, I just don't believe anything you say because most of the things you say are just in- nonsensical. Dave, I, will, I think I, will I believe be- it's the biggest. It's the biggest viewed comedy show in the world. Can someone check that? I mean, i.e., a producer while a I have fact. this other other conversation. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's the highest rated comedy series on FX networks. So that means the world. No, it doesn't. Listen, I'm not trying to take down our guests. I love listen. Santino? You, don't think, you think Santino's shit. You think Santino's shit. That's good. Never. I'm gonna let no, him know. I've never said that. That's I've cool. never said that. I actually, I actually cool. he's one of the few comics I really like. He had me dying when I went to see him. He's fucking hilarious. He's also, he's also so nice. I don't know if it's a Chicago thing, but there's something so like, like crispy, dry, and like sharp about him where he just is mm. like, he just has this, this mannerism that seems like he's just very, just like, he just seems like he's a he's a step ahead of you. You know what I mean? He's very he's, he's very he's, dry. He's highly intelligent. Like he, he like read books or like it's like where does books. the snappiness where's the snappiness come from? Like how can he just roast? I want him to like really um, I don't know. It, it, it's such an art to like chirp. I'm a really good chirper. I'm pretty quick with it, and I can make fun of people. You're pretty good. Like you're not great at make, you're good at making fun of me um, because I'm let I'm you, good at roasting. I let anybody, you make fun honest. of me. Um, you're not that good at roasting. Like, you're not that funny outside of, like, just making fun of me. But I think we can work on that. Like, we're going to get some notes, hopefully, from Satino on how to cut deep. And because it's the funny, the funny things aren't, like, the things that are, like, you know, front-facing. It's the, it's the things that are, you know, deep that make it funny, right, when roasting somebody. like I don't know about that. Yeah, the skin level isn't that funny, I find. Because, like, you always make fun of my hair. Or you make fun of, like... Like right now, do I look skinny or like what, so how what, do you feel so about, how I do should, you feel I should, about how I look right now? I should wait, hold on. I should make fun of your of your life, your actual personal life. I should really dig into what's going on with you and your emotional state and the fact that you're seeing a therapist. And I should really get what? into like tearing you apart uh, bit by bit, you know, d- genetically, therapist. your DNA. Like, no. You go after what's in front of you, okay? I'm not gonna sit here and talk about, you know, what are you doing? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know. I'm not gonna go in here and attack you based on things I know from your childhood, or, or, or you know. I'm gonna take the low hanging fruit. <laughs> but that's what we just said. Shitty comedians do. They take the low hanging fruit. Listen, I'm not a comedian. I'm just. I'm good at roasting people. Not just you. I'll roast anybody. I'm fast. You ha- and then and after all of that, you say to me, "Hey, what do you think of my outfit?" Like you just present yourself to me. You say, what do you? You know what? Let me let me do let me let me reverse my let me reverse my my tack here. Maddie, 
That's great. What you're doing with your stomach is really nice. Keep doing that. I like watching it. I love those pants. Those pants don't look like anything I've ever seen that would that would exist on anyone's uh, grandma's couch. Um, I love the shirt. I've never seen you in that band shirt. It looks like a wonderful band. That's a great hat. It has a D on it, probably for delicious because you love making delicious food. Your hair is gorgeous, like gold straw. It hangs from oh. your head. It doesn't look like the shitty end of a mop at all. You're unshaven. And that's beautiful. What a wonderful face. Great tattoos. Great watch. Watches are a look great accessory smile. to wear. Wonderful Look at smile. smile. What a what a great all around wonderful nice guy who's supportive, who's nice to me, who always says to me, "Hey, what's up, champ? You're a winner," and makes me feel good about myself on a regular basis. Who would never say anything mean to me about my life and my relationship or my businesses or the state of where I live or what I do. Who would never try to break me down on a on a, on a structural level. Who always holds me up, supports me. Basically, you might be a perfect I'm a human. Bridge. You might be. I'm like infrastructure on a friendship bridge. You're like a beam of light. You're a beam of light with a voice who doesn't interrupt my riffs ever. Who doesn't who doesn't who doesn't know how to who knows how to have a conversation, who knows how to have a basic conversation between two people, not just one person and everyone else just kind of in his head, but actually knows how to interact. What a wonderful, beautiful, just charming beaming essence of powerful generosity and farts. Got you at the end. So, Alex, yeah. Erdman. Um, my coffee just kicked in. My guy, your coffee just listen. Kicked, oh, now your coffee just kicked in. Listen, I'm just going to go on record about uh, a little something called Raycon earbuds. Raycon! Uh, this yeah. is what I actually use. I have, I, have a, I have a set of headphones that I use when I go hiking. Those are the Raycons. I put those fuckers in. I plug in my jams or a podcast because I do listen to podcasts, and I put the Raycons on. Raycon. I just, love Raycon st- when I'm cooking. When I'm cooking and I'm moving around, I'm shaking, I'm stirring, I'm chopping. Whatever I'm doing, whatever I need to do, and I want to have some inner peace and listen to the music that I want to listen to. I'll tell you what. With the Raycons, here's my deal. I put the Raycons on. I go for a nice night hike. I listen to some podcasts. I listen to some music. They fit nicely in my ear. They're sleek. They're black. It's a change up from my usual earbuds. And these things, they're really nice and they're seamless. There's a connection between the phone works. It's got great sound. I love the Raycons. It's one of these rare opportunities where I have a sponsor that I actually love and I wear them and I wear them all the time. And it's like probably my preferred pair pair of earbuds for exercising and working out and getting it on. You know what I'm saying? Raycon is popping. Mike Tyson, Rich the Kid, okay, Brandy, Melissa Etheridge, J.R. Smith, Snoop Dogg, all these celebrities. Fuck hard with Raycon. Oh, they love it so much. If Mike Tyson's in, I'm in. Mike Tyson, Melissa Etheridge, I am in 100%. Did you know that if you go to buyraycon.com slash PTA, that's buyraycon.com slash PTA for 15% off. Raycons are already one of the, they're the best earbuds ever. And they're literally half the price of all the competitors. If you go right now to buyraycon.com slash PTA, you're getting 15% off. Thank you so much, Raycon, for sponsoring. That's buyraycon.com slash PTA. Buyraycon.com slash PTA for 15% off of your first order. Buyraycon.com. The best earbuds you're ever going to put in your ear holes. Make them work. Make them jump. Make them sound. Make them great. I love them. I love them. Bye-bye, Raycon. Uh, Well, I think that I'm really happy. Jason, make my head spin all the way around. You did your hair? 
I'm happy you did your hair for our guests. I know you want to look sexy. I know you want to look fucking hot. I know you want to fucking, you're wearing your Godzilla shirt because I've never seen you wear that. You have five shirts. You got your fucking, your fucking stupid lawyer shirt with fucking the guy with OJ. You got that fucking Godzilla shirt and you got, what else? I put this shirt. You have three t-shirts. I, I looked, you literally I looked, own, you literally own a streetwear, you own a clothing company and you wear three t-shirts. I looked at, I looked in my closet at literally 157 t-shirts and picked this shirt the Godzilla. I was like and I was like you know I don't think I've worn this one yet and I, and everyone every you time I wear this people, wear the Godzilla shirt I don't get it I, I can't stop wearing it and people always tell me why do you wear that fucking shirt all the time and everyone hates it and it's a Godzilla it. shirt it's not even like a cool shirt that's like a shirt that's like just that's the shirt that's at the vintage store you're like oh Godzilla shirt Oh, your shirt! Is, your 2000. shirt is cool. You're you're cool because this you buy three hundred dollars. Because okay, so you spent three hundred dollars on a Grateful Dead shirt. Let me just you and the other fucking six thousand people that just started listening to Grateful Dead and are wearing their merch. I find this shirt is is it tells a story about me. No one else has it. Your shirt's fucking. You're just nobody has this shirt. I'll tell you one thing right now. Everyone has this shirt. No, I can walk. I can walk outside right now and find five 15 year old girls wearing that shirt. So shut your fucking mouth. That's not fucking true. I don't ever come after. Don't ever come after my clothes. You look like you look like a fucking. You look like a. You look like a a washing machine with dysentery. All right. Don't don't tell me about my clothes and what to wear ever in your life. And even dysentery. You don't even know how to say dysentery. I said it properly. You look like a you look like a, a a dryer has diarrhea and just farted all the clothes out in the middle of the street. You think that I look like fucking a laundry machine filled with diarrhea? That's the I said, stupidest, look- meanest thing. You think that I'm like a laundry oh, I'm, machine? Back to the full. mean thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone. Now you see fucking two tone. He goes <laughs> into so it and he says, shit. "I'm fucking like a laundry machine full of diarrhea." Hi, Andrew. Hey. How are you doing? Hi. Man, man, you look great against that green screen, huh? He's gorgeous. Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, my host, Alex Erdman. Um, he's been he said oh. he's been making fun of my stupid outfit. And I think we were talking about how he always roasts skin, skin fronting, you know? Face uh. value. Uh, are you Skin wearing fronting? Is that Zubas? Those pants? Are those Zubas from the eighties? Yeah, go Bills. <laughs> Is this a good angle? Is that a good angle? Hot guy. <laughs> you know what's so funny? When I was setting up the mic in the studio because I came in to do work, and I was like, "I'll call them from a proper mic so they get some good sound." And yeah. then I thought, I have no engineer here on the board, <laughs> but I knew that you'd be peaking so many times in my headphones, Maddie, that I turned it way down. I don't peek. This is, I have a really good microphone. It's uh, on a shoestring and you, <laughs> you know, you peak. like your natural, your, this show, your show should be called. I, I'm peaking. I'm peaking. I'm peaking. It is pretty much. Peaking. That's a multi-tiered, that's a multi-tiered criticism of you. You're beautifully you loud. You're always peaking. What's up you guys. What's up, Alex? What's up? What's hi, going on? Hi dude. Hi dude. Um, we, I'm, we I'm, have a big show. Yeah, dude, I know. <laughs> Cute. We have a big show, and we are so happy to have you on. You have bigger shows, and uh, we, 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 it's, it's so funny. You're one of the first guests 
that we we're, we're trying to actually like produce the show a little bit and yeah. do some information on guests and <laughs> and it's so funny because it's just like i don't know exactly we met through heavy who's been yeah, on we, the show we met through heavy, heavy introduced let's, us let's mention him um, though you know what i mean let's yeah we've already wrote you need to fucking uh, about that guy <laughs> and and so i came on your pod and it was a beautiful it was like the greatest podcast of all time yeah, and, you rip. And, and and since then, I think that your career, mm-hmm. it's it's like you got fucking the biggest show on in the world. You're on the biggest show in the world, Dave. Yep. You, you, literally, Bad Friends is like the biggest podcast, uh, you know, in the world. It's one of them. Big. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. You know, thanks to George. Way to go, George. Yeah, um, sure. And. No. <laughs> And, 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 and I got awarded GQ's, uh, man boy of the year. Man boy of the year. So I think it's like, with, was, there, was saying... there, was there a part of this where you were saying you're the catalyst for his success? Because yeah. after, yeah, I just want to make sure I want to be clear on that. Yeah, 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 he was, he was. Okay. Okay. Andrew's and the catalyst of my success. No, no, no. You said no, after no. you appeared on his show, everything opened up for Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. The, no, 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 no. Okay. Andrew's had a long life. Of, 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 oh. He's been on every oh. funny show. Oh. He's okay. had a long career, but long before I stumbled upon it. It was. It was actually, oh. but it was all, honestly, it was you, Maddie. Can I ask you a real question instead of talking <laughs> yes. about my career? Do you really like the Grateful Dead, or is this a cool shirt? <laughs> no, it's man. a three hundred dollars shirt he bought. Just it's one of those. Oh, one of those. Um, what yeah. are they called? Made worn or whatever? <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. No, it's just yes. a, it's a vintage tea. It's it's a dead. He got that at Target. Nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. It was seven hundred dollars. And uh, I, can't, I can't name I can't name one song. Um, I think it's nice. Jerry just died um, a couple years back, and I think it's just you no know, Pig, Ben's, Pig yeah. Ben's dead, and uh, yeah. everyone's dead. Grateful I mean, dead. Andrew, if Forever if you grateful. look at Maddie. He does look like a guy that's been on the tour too long. He looks totally fried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like a, you're like the tour manager's tour manager, you know, who's still tagging along, and they're like, "Bro, just stay at the office." You're like, "No, man, I gotta hit the fucking road again with you fellas." I gotta get on the road. What do you do on the road? Oh, you know, I'm on the road. I'm just and they're on like, the road. and they're like, Maddie, just get a hat that goes on your head. And you're like, No, I want it to rest no. above my head. I want it to be here. What size what is, is your dome? What is that? Are you like an, a nine and nine eighths? What are you? This is a, I'm seven and a half in a fitted. No way. There's no I'm way. I'm seven and a half. I'm seven and a half. Maddie, I'm seven and some, there's no way we have the same size head. You have a big dome. No, 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 no. I mean, small. Petite, really? petite, petite. This a, is lot a, petite of, a lot dome. of people don't know this about Maddie, but proportionally, he's actually like a pygmy. He's very tiny. He's like a small <laughs> round man. He's like a little tiny, I yeah, mean, like a matrushka like, doll. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, they always, my, my, one of my old bosses, he always used to say, I look like a piece of shit tied up in the middle. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. yeah. What is it? Yeah, it's like if you took yeah. sausage casing and then just uh, wrapped it yeah. in the middle. That's what it is. Because I always wear like tight clothes for such a fat guy. Hey, 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 hey. We don't, the F word. we don't use the F word. No. For us. There's a lot of, no. all the fat people are going to come at me now. They're going to get you. I'm with you. We're you can't call yourself you. You can't call yourself fat. What are you? What are we talking about? No, here? I can call myself fat. Nope, nope. Okay. No. We got rid of. We got. We canceled. No. Fat. Fats we out. Word fat. You can't fat? say fat. The list you is have, long. 
you're the now you're now allowed to say um, rotund or uh, um, or pleasant. Boisterous, robust, pleasant, uh, robust. But it, but pleasant it, has taken the word has taken plump. It's you can't say plump. You have to say pleasant. I'm pleasant now. I when think, I I think basically, down. I think just the word beautiful is now fat. Yep. So if you say you're beautiful, because any, anyone, anytime someone talks about being big, they have to preface it with being really beautiful. That's exactly and in my opinion, because I'm, I'm, I'm not the safe person on this show, I will say that everyone that's big is not beautiful. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that is very, that's not fact. true. I'm that's tight, a, though. I'm, a, I'm There's tight. a lot of, I'm not talking look about you, breast, Maddie. You're, look you're, at my breast dyed. I don't get tanned here because my breast <laughs> meat. I'm gonna. Can I say? Can I just say that you're great to look at, Maddie? I'm not saying you're not beautiful. You're wonderful. You're a wonderful object to observe. But yeah. I would say that um, most, a lot of fat people aren't great. Don't look great. <laughs> well, I'm just fat. saying. Before I, this shirt, like it smells like I smell like a bed that people have been fucking on for months. Like I smell like sweaty and you're gross. Like yeah, I don't yeah. smell good right now. I'll tell you that much. Maddie, why the green screen? Is it is it because you're you're zoom you're green screening in, right? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I I sit right across from my partner. We haven't skipped a beat. COVID hasn't affected anything in our lives. Powerful truth, angels. COVID free. We are just. I I'm saw. just in the room. But I mean, the, uh, what I, I I've seen it. I know. I'm saying the green screen setup though is is so badly done. To key that must be so hard. <laughs> No, the technology, Andrew, has gotten so good that you can. We're basically keying off of a an iPhone on this on this shit green screen. I don't know. How I'm on the set of Bad Friends. I'm on the set of Bad Friends right now. You, this I is want, a Bad Friends podcast. You should be right there across from me. I want you to be across. <laughs> you're on the you're on the Bad Friends set because this is um this is where I do all my work from in the studio. This is literally where I go every day to get out of my house because my wife works from home. So I'm like goodbye. I go oh, to this. My wife. My wife. I don't have a choice. We're getting to that place now where like she's she was doing half the time from home and then she's doing full time from home and now I'm kinda losing it. So every morning yeah. I'm I gotta get out of the fucking You got a good coffee machine there? You got a good coffee machine? Dude, I make coffee at the house and then I get one across the street from the studio and then I get one on the way home because I'm a fucking Oh hitter. fuck. You like it. You like it. how do you take your coffee? The way I like my men. Creamy. Black. Jet um, black. That's like jet, jet black. Hey. I like it. I like it. Wesley Snipes. That's how I take my coffee. Jet <laughs> black. <laughs> See, Maddie can't. Maddie cannot say. Listen, Maddie can't say or even endorse that kind of shit. Look at him. He's he's sweating right now because he's so fucking woke. It's insane. He can't handle it. That's a lot of coffee, man. That is a lot. I I, I do one yeah. powerful cup in the morning. And I'm toast and I'm good. Are you good? But, you're good. Well, then you don't have the afternoon lull or no. Once in a while, but I, I I try not to push it. I'm I'm starting to get up there a little bit because things uh for some reason inside this COVID situation I'm working uh, six times as, as hard as before, which I, I don't understand. But uh, but before I, COVID, before COVID, I was drinking like four to six quad shot lattes a day. That's, that's crazy, man. See, that's insane. I think three cups of coffee is not that big of a deal. I think I think drinking nine espresso shots is fucking bonkers. Yeah, because I, I get, I get, I get asked for four shots of espresso and then top it up with like some steamed cream, and I put it in the eight ounce cup. So it's literally like a little cup with fucking sh just filled with espresso and little milk. And then I'm Matt, fucking. You had a heart attack at one point in your life. <laughs> yeah, but I just got my. I just did. A, I got a new cardiologist. I just got a new cardiologist. Guess what? Big dog. Guess what? Big dog. Big dog. 
fucking perfect heart. She yeah, really you got, Cardi- Dude, you got, he my got Andrew, he got that Shut up. He got my that doctor that just came out. He he got that doctor that just said that like STDs are caused by demons. The one that Trump my is cardiologist oh, yeah. is like, literally you? like Fauci. It's Fauci. No. Fucking no. There's no my, no, no doctor. I, no doctor in good conscience, no matter what the chart says, is gonna tell you to keep eating butter. This is no fucking way. They they didn't. They didn't say that. What they said, my Dr. Rose <laughs> said, Dr. Rose, the best cardiologist in Toronto. I got the best one. I pulled like all my celebrity fucking loser strings. And I was like, I need like the top cardiologist. I get the top cardiologist in Toronto. I go and see her. She's like, you're very obese. I'm like, thank you. Very nice to, thank you very much. I'm very obese. I get it. I respect it. I understand it. I see my, I can't, I haven't even smelt my dick in fucking 10 years. Thank you. Now, let's do the MRI. I go to do the MRI. I'm in there for a fucking an hour and 45 minutes. I don't know what's happening. I've never done one before. An hour and 45 minutes in the fucking tunnel. It was the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. I'm very tucked in on the thing. I get my fucking weight up. Bro, they were kind of, Utter. you know, when the doctors Utter. are just kind of like, ah, <laughs> can you just tuck your shoulders up? And I'm just like, what? And they're like, just little, move your elbows a bit. And they're just like putting me in slowly. And they're like, it was just, it was basically, it was just I anal. The jamming. I see the machine just going. Yeah, I'm like a fucking dildo with fucking no lube going into my own piss hole. And it's like fucking. Anyway. I get the fucking report back. She calls me back and she's like, guess what, Maddie? I'm like, what's going on, Dr. Rose? Let me know how am I dying next week? Thank you. And yes. she says, you don't need me as a doctor. Your heart is 100% perfect. She's you like, sound you, like not- Trump. you sound like Trump. <laughs> yeah. When Trump He's is very like, Trumpian, I'm healthy. Everybody says I'm healthy. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm healthy. Look at my body. On the podcast, I'm getting my cardiologist. You know what? No, Maddie, Maddie, I'm not being mean. I just think that, like, uh, I just think that um, <laughs> having eight shots of coffee a day, there's no way that's good for your fucking heart. There's but just I stopped no doing way. it at COVID. Now I don't really drink coffee. Not you don't have a I, cup in the morning. I have like maybe maybe like a cup of like homebrew. Like I do like like Folgers. Wow. I need to have like some I'll, coffee. Okay. Otherwise yeah, I do like a Folgers. You do Folgers? You're like this therapy. wild master chef and you do Folgers? Yeah, you do Folgers. You do coffee <laughs> crystals? I live in the middle of the woods. Me and my wife, we got Folgers. It's nice in the morning. The whole house. What? It's like a commercial. What year do you think it is? I live in the middle of the woods. I don't have access to regular <laughs> coffee out here in the woods. You'll never find me in these woods. I you drink I, fucking I Folgers? Food. Folgers, Maddie? What do you, what, what, what's the what backup of Folgers? Sanka? What are you drinking? Sanka on the weekends? What's That's Sanka? so crazy. Don't you don't know Sanka? Sanka like was an old shitty competitor of Folgers. They were like a another canned coffee that failed. Can you imagine? Being I have like one of those big rubber made fucking tubs. And I open it up. I put my eight yeah. scoops in, eight cups of water, fucking four cups to Maddie's face, two creams. I'm on my Boom. way. Boom. How is Fucking Canada? Date! Canada's How's beautiful. Canada's we beautiful. got about, uh, we're, we're in, in my province, Ontario, mm-hmm. my state, as Americans call them. In my province, I, we, we're down to 100, down to less than 100 cases a day. Losers. Yeah, we're it. killing Mask it. Mask on. We're killing it. Yeah, you guys we're, in California, we, we're you guys crushing your numbers. seem to be doing just, you guys are around 100 a day? Or what you we're guys are doing like really not. good? No, we're we're doing. I think a we're doing a rack do- a day. We're doing a rack dead. a day. Yeah, a, a rack a day dead. 
just just where just done just boom that's that's what america does we crush Ooh, orange we county body. is orange county is like the same as like arkansas right now kind of pretty much they yeah. they don't um there was a woman that i just saw on twitter this morning when i was laying in bed a woman that started ball i mean bawling she's on her like her phone in her car and she's some middle-aged white woman and she's like this is like <laughs> This is like, it's like Nazi Germany out here. I have to wear yeah. a mask and they're making yeah. me. Dude, it's the funniest video I've ever seen. It's Nazi Germany. It's like Nazi Germany out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, Nazi Germany was a lot different than just wearing a mask, honey. No, it wasn't. It's the exact same. She's right. No, it's the Bring same. Bring a mask to Trace Rose is the She's fucking right. same as Nazi Germany. Yeah. Oh my Hitler's goodness. whole thing was like, put a, put on a mask, everybody, and everyone got really angry, and that's what really the Holocaust was. Was it's everyone had to put cloth on their face? Yes, I saw the I saw Schindler's List, dude. I yeah. speak to, speaking of the mask on the face, you know this fucking argument about like you can't get enough air. You know this like weird rumor that they're like, oh. what if you? So so wait, it's, so check this out. I, I have you know everyone has like their own versions of what why they believe what they believe. I had to go to the fucking ER. Because I cracked my face open. I don't know if you, yeah, you can't really oh see. There's God. a little. So I cracked my face open uh, on my fucking in my bathroom cabinet during the earthquake. It was insane. Anyway, what? I go to the ER. Yeah, dude, it was fucking crazy. Wait, the one in I the middle my, of the night. Yeah, I I, I was uh, I you was were like pissing at the same time. Dude, I was I woke up really fast because stuff was breaking in my office. We used to shoot out of my house. Maddie, you came to my yeah. house. Yeah. And yeah. we moved, we moved it to this studio. Long story short. My dog, uh, I thought was in my office, had fallen asleep in my office, and there was glass breaking in my office because my pictures aren't hung up anymore. So my pa I panicked and I ran into my fucking uh -huh. office thinking, oh my God, my fucking dog is in here and there's glass, there's, you know, shit's got to be falling because I yeah, had taken yeah. stuff down and put, rested it on my desk. Um, thank God the dog wasn't in there. But on the way, I like lost my balance because the earthquake and my blood rush was so fast. I sat down, I grabbed onto the, hallway bathroom and i fucking i i i, I fainted and i smacked oh. my fucking face on my sink so i went to the er um long convoluted story short everything is fine i got the cat scan and all that shit and i had on an n95 mask and she took my oxygen levels and my oxygen levels were identical with the high-end n95 mask that it mm. was when i when i had it off to get inside the because she had my they had taking my oxygen levels again when I went inside the machine, I needed to take off my mask and they were right. identical, exact same number with or without it. So, not the Do you, do you, you just, live, do you, you know, what city do you live in? Do you live near the fault line? It sounds pretty intense. I was, I, I, well, I, it was me. I did the earthquake. We set off some ammonium nitrate in the backyard and it, <laughs> okay. I did okay. it. Okay. You know, did. I'm not supposed to, that's not a funny joke, you know, but that's not, not funny. funny. Not funny. It's not funny, but can I tell you something? That Beirut shit wasn't an accident. That was fucked up. That shit was that shit. Some shady ass. That's some shady Yo, ass planned a shit. Fire. What kind of what kind of night fireworks factory? 40s gag is a, a fireworks factory. Like not real. It's I know. What are you talking about? How is that fireworks? Well, it did not look like a bunch of M80s. Well, they there's a fireworks factory blew up in Toronto a couple of years ago, actually. Yeah, but and that's it Canada. Was, it wasn't the same. That's Canada. That's a Canada thing. We didn't have a lot. It was still a fireworks factory. It went up. Was there a mushroom There's cloud? I saw a mushroom cloud. No, dude. It was like an, it was one fifth the size of a fucking atomic bomb. It was like this a fifth. Uh, imagine that thing was a fifth of the size of fucking Hiroshima. No, that was uh, that was the ammonium nitrate they stored in this warehouse next door, completely illegally, by the way. Which only makes sense that that shit went off. Um, 
as a quote unquote accident. You were like, get, get fucked, dude. There's no way that was an accident, you know? It's just yeah. crazy. It's, it's, the world's fucked. People are evil. There's actual villains. It's, but you know what? Very bad. Actually, they're skipping to a more lighthearted thing. There's actually really good people in the world. There's very good people in the world, okay? Who? I, you uh, very good where? People. Yeah, this guy, Steve, that lived up the street from me is a sweetheart. Yes. He rolled in my trash yes. cans the other week. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a, a nice guy. A nice Love guy. a good neighbor. We love a good neighbor. Back love into the garbage can, dents it, doesn't pick it up. He was a no, sweetheart. Steve, Steve's a well-known nice person. Everyone knows this about Steve. Everybody he's knows, knows that. Yeah, yeah. He's a good and dude. And then, see that yeah. transition? The transition from Beirut to mm -hmm. Steve. Is that something that you've learned from doing comedy writing? And how does one, like, <laughs> mentally do that? You know, when you get in that far, when we start <laughs> doing that, and then you're like, let's switch it quickly. Bring in Steve. Uh, is that a comedy? Well, is that we, like a martial we, art? That's muscle memory? Why don't, we, why don't we kick it to our sponsors, and we'll be right back after this, you guys. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back. You've always counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is here to bring food from the restaurants that you love to your door as quick and responsible as they can. We love DoorDash so much. Two Listen, ordering is easy. You open the DoorDash app, uh, you choose what you want to eat, and then your food is delivered safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. I'm going to say this. I use DoorDash. A lot of times I don't want to cook. I hate fucking cooking. Cooking takes a long time. It's a mess. I open my phone, I press a button, and I get a piping hot meal. It's fucking perfect. I love DoorDash. I love this sponsor. I love DoorDash very much too, and I love eating. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order, $15 or more, and zero delivery fees for the first month when you download the DoorDash app and enter code PTA. That's and keep $5 in mind, off. Keep in mind, you're a fan of food. You love restaurants. You've been counting on restaurants to take care of you. Well, look, support these fucking restaurants that you've that you've that have, that have been a part of your life, and you can support them by using DoorDash. Maddie is actually a restaurant himself. Look at him; he's a whole eatery. And you know, you want to support this 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 business, this structure. Use DoorDash. Keep these fuckers alive. Feed yourself. Feed the community. Feed the infrastructure. Feed the planet. Feed yourself with DoorDash. Don't forget also, that's code PTA for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Thank you, DoorDash, for sponsoring this podcast. We love you. Thank you, DoorDash. We love you. Code PTA for $5 off of your first order on DoorDash. Code PTA. $5 off first cash on DoorDash. DoorDash. $5. PTA. Wouldn't that be so great if I threw it to a fucking an ad break? <laughs> no. Dude, we'd get money. We'd actually get money if you get a fucking ad. I, I, had, to, I had to talk about the Beirut thing because I made a bad joke about the earthquake and then I had to get serious and then I thought this is a podcast but I like you guys and then I thought I got to get back to somewhere fun and loose. What is my comedy karate um, process? Um, it's uh, I wanna, uh, We want to know honestly yeah, honestly um, we want to like I we, we think that you are easily one of the best comedians in the uh, world uh, uh, and, and, and I want to know did you, at the beginning, did you want to be a comedian? Because you have acted a fuckload. And I want to know because the thing is, is in my brain, it's like, I was a chef. Then all of a sudden I found that I could do something else. And I, I saw that that could feed the other thing. 
And I just want to know kind of like if you could talk, I would love to actually genuinely know, like, was it comedy stand up first? Was it jokes? Was it like watching Delirious, watching Raw, watching Pryor? Right. Like, what was it? And kind of like, I'd love to actually know that kind of shit. I think that I think the real the real intonation of me becoming a comedian and this may sound like not real, but uh, my grandfather was like unbelievably funny. And I come from this in class Irish Catholic family and. Uh, you know, we used to say like when you're broke, when you're poor, you know, my, my grandfather had 10 kids and he was a firefighter and raised kid, 10 kids on a firefighter salary. Literally we, American. That's the most American. The most. That, that is, that that's in the American flag. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. But he, if you uh, look closely, they're all in there. There's a, there's a little firefighter with 10 kids around him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, panicking. Yeah. But they, but I think like when you're poor, um, you do one of two things. And I, and I say poor because they say the working poor, right? They were like a working class people who never really, they got by in that era. Yeah. But today you'd be fucked. I mean, you'd be, you'd be, it would never work. You, you have one kid and you got to be a millionaire. Um, but anyway, the, the, the idea of when you're broke, like you can either cry about it or laugh about it. And I just think like my family's attitude was always like, my grandfather would just make jokes about the wealthy or the the things that were uneven in the world, the upstairs downstairs theory of life of like the haves and the haves nots. And I grew up with that stuff in my head and that rhetoric kind of sunk in. And so we made fun of everything. Like it was, my family has such a fucking dark, goofy sense of humor. We mock everything. So when I was a kid, I grew up with comedy in my life just as my family. And then because of that, you know, I grew up in the era, in my opinion of like the greatest boom of, Stand up like Eddie Murphy when I was a kid was shocking the fucking world. I mean, the priors yeah. and the guys, the guys from that the, the decade before, they were the ones that were the the groundbreakers of origination of comedy. But like Eddie Murphy, what I grew up on was like the first time you really got to visually see this stuff on specials and on television and on you know in, in DVDs that got passed around and stuff like that. It became it became more consumable. So I grew up in that era of like the comedy boom on television. And I got obsessed. I was fucked since I was a kid. I wrote a note. I posted on my Instagram. I told Rogan the story when I was in high school, in my freshman year. I said, I, I want to move to Los Angeles, California, and I want to write and perform comedy for the rest of my life. And I, I just knew when I was a kid that that's I knew I always wanted to do it. I, I thought it was a stupid dream, but my parents were like, fucking go do whatever you really want to do, because. I'm not a smart guy. I wasn't going to be good at anything else. Any, you know, they were like, you're not going to be a fucking engineer. You're a moron. So at least if you can go tell fart jokes and make a couple of bucks, go have a good time. And so, you know. But of all the people, I, all the people that do this, right? Like everyone yeah. does this. I mean, the, yeah. we're, the, the, LA is littered with people coming out here to fucking pursue their dream. And it's got to be like half of 1% hit it. And even within that section, yeah. I'd say within the section of people that hit, I'd say... 80% of them are not even that interesting in my opinion. And there's like a few comedians that I watch where I'm actually physically laughing, but the most of the other shit, I'm just like, I, uh, whatever. yeah, I agree. And just the odds are crazy. Like, and how do you know, how do you put your balls on the table like that and say, that's my first question, but I have a second question I want to get into before I get there. And, and this is bad podcast and I know, but when Eddie Murphy wore that leather outfit, yeah, right. I have a theory that he set off a trend amongst black comics to wear leather shirts. And if yeah. you've been a fan of comedy, every every big black comic had to have the craziest leather outfit. Yeah. After Eddie Murphy, did you have you so, noticed that? No, it's, it's actually very true. Well, he 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 made um he made comedy like like sexy for lack of a better term. Like people wanted yeah. to like, and and of See course this. like 
black fashion anyway. Black comics always wanted to look fucking smooth as shit. White comics like wearing like hoodies and fucking dumpy yeah. clothes. But yeah. but Eddie Murphy made it like cool to wear dope shit. It became Bernie like, Mac. Bernie, Bernie Mac just Mac. the, the most Bernie beautiful Mac. suit. Oh. Bernie Mac. No, Bernie. Listen, Bernie Mac's his own. He's his own fucking creature. Yeah. Does he? Are you kidding me? Bernie Mac is the fucking Bernie Mac is. Give me a break. Yeah, he was he, he was fucking rest in peace. He was one of the greatest of all time. One I of think, the greatest. But I think you're right. I think you're right. I think like Eddie's kind of set the tone. Um, Martin Martin had a leather shirt. Yeah, but yeah, and Martin copied Martin. Martin no, I shouldn't say copied it, but like yeah, a lot no. of guys. I mean, Chappelle wore a leather like shirt jacket on his on his HBO special. It was like a it was some kind of shacket. It was like you know shirt jackets where you're like I can't really tell <laughs> yeah. what that is. It's a shacket. shacket. Yeah. It's a shacket. And uh, after that, it became. It became style. Style was influenced in comedy because of Eddie. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's not like 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 the age old arguments of like is Michael Jordan the best basketball player? You could say there's guys before that had, you know, uh, greater scoring numbers, but who made the game as un- unbelievably like f- fucking uh, fascinating to watch? Like the way Jordan did, the way Eddie did. It's just they made it a new thing, you know. And then uh, everyone followed suit until. You know, now I don't even know what comedy is now. They're giving comedy specials fucking to people that don't even do stand up anymore. So what I, the that's fuck the weirdest is up? thing. I crazy. honestly, I want to know, like, like, does it make your blood? Like, it, it's like, I know when I see like chef shows or all these mm-hmm. things, and it's just like they, they get one thing that hits on like Netflix or Hulu or some fucking thing, and then there's like another one, another one, another yeah. one, another one. And yeah. it's just like, that's, and, I, and I know that that is like, yeah, Maddie, like God forbid a chef, down. a chef do like a hundred projects and just keep putting himself out there. That'd be crazy, right? Well, that's what, okay. I do my shit myself, okay? I don't need <laughs> some network. I got my fans. I'm for the fans. I'm for the Let people. Me ask I, like making, I like making no money. Okay. Yeah. Can, I, can I say something about comedy real quick? Please. Just an outside observer. Please. And I was having this conversation with Maddie before because Maddie's very he's very worried about he doesn't even want to talk about your bit because he's scared of them. He doesn't. He's like, cut this out. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to put this on. He's talking no. about one of your legendary bits. Shut up. Shut up for a minute. I'm talking. This is good. And 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 I and I my my stance on comedy is this: like, the world's gone crazy. Everything's mm-hmm. been polarized into one side and another side. No one can, you know, every, every you're either right or you're wrong or you're wrong or you're right. And comedy, I feel like, in my opinion, if it's fucking funny, do whatever the fuck you want, right? Be as crazily, insanely racist, homophobic, whatever the fuck it is. If it's funny, because I'm not those things. I'm not racist or homophobic or sexist. But if it's funny and it works... It works like, and there's stuff that is definitely dated, like the Eddie Murphy shit. Eddie Murphy stuff is dated. You go back, you're like, okay, that's a little crazy. But at the time, late '80s, early '90s, I, it was it, the whole world was in that place. Like, yeah, and I, I just yeah. feel like comedy. You know, it, like if it's a beautiful painting, let it breathe. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how well, I yeah. feel. But well, you know. yeah, because no, you're right. I mean, look, I look at it like this. Um, even if you say something offensive or fucked up, as a, as a comedian, inherently. Um, our it's job is truth. to kind of like do those things. Our job is to fucking say dumb shit or fucked up shit or question something or combat society. I mean, that's literally what you what genuinely people want us to do. If we were always saying stuff that everybody agreed with, what a what a not funny thing to do. So inherently, right. I think when you crack jokes about anything that's sensitive, you know, as a comedian, it's coming from a place of I'm trying to make something funny. Lit- almost never. Does a comedian say something 
that is inherently um, uh, uh, negative on purpose, right? Like no comedian who's actually racist would make a bunch of racist jokes. In fact, right. they probably avoid it like the fucking plague because they really right. feel that way. I mean, right. like that, that's the truth is like if I'm joking about it, I bet you I'm OK with it. Uh, right, right, right. You're, you're rarely going to get a comedian who's like outright homophobic and then is outright on a bit being like, oh, I can't let these fags kiss. It's gross. Right. right people will right. think joke. Yeah. I mean, like people yeah. will be like, this obviously it's a joke. So comedy doesn't come from a place of hate. And I think the more people just realize that, the more you have to go. He's probably just fucking around like it just doesn't come from a place of hate. Hate hates right. hard. Hate is hard to be funny. Like hates a little too real. Uh, um, mocking things or belittling things. That's probably because that's just the, a way to juggle a sensitive issue. It's uh, like you know, I don't, I don't, I just don't get why people. Um, also, Burr says this all the time. Like, I don't get why anybody takes us serious. Like, what we're fucking around. Like, if I'm having a serious yeah. conversation with you, you'll know. But if I'm joking around. How could that be taken any other way? You know, like it's it's I think we're sensitive because um, the world is so fucked up. And so people want to make sure that they don't hurt anybody uh, anymore. And I think in doing so, we're like getting away from also making light of things to make it easier on us to get through life. Like we need to shit on stuff. Look at how fucked up everything is right now. Like we don't have a choice but to joke around. I mean. Right. We're fucked. We can't Otherwise, overly sanitize everything. It's crazy. Like everything can't be yeah. fucking homogenized and clean. Like, yeah, it, I agree. I mean, uh, we'll get into a dark. We'll get into a dark place if we can't joke around about, you know, if we can't joke around about stuff that's um, unfortunate. Then I don't know, man. But look, there is a way to do it, right? Like, there's a way to do it that doesn't. I think there's tact. I think there's like tact. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I, 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 and I think that like your joke, like your, your, is it like one of your big end jokes? Like the, with the. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't, well, don't say it because it's not out yet. Yeah. That joke's not yeah, out uh, yet. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But that is a perfect example of like, right. you're going one way, you hit him the other way. And then you're, you're the fucking, you're the reason but you're the way that you think about it. That's the reason. Right. Well, yeah, that's like, my so that's my point in that joke. I don't, without giving it away, the point yeah. of yeah. that joke is people's people people, not just in this world. E everyone projects their feelings on other people so often that, especially in the world of comedy, they'll go, "I didn't like what you said because um, it's X Y Z." But it's like, no, 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 that's not my intent. You've mm -hmm. perceived it your way and projected your feelings on it and took it in the way that you wanted to. So that's on you. Like, if you that don't, that joke like, is the oh. hat trick. Like, oh, it literally is like hilarious and like, oh, guess what? It made you think. You know, yeah, like, it yeah. actually like it's so fucking rare. And like a lot of people do this shit and they're very heavy handed. And I don't find them funny at all. Like most comics, I'm just like, uh, it's not interesting. But the way you fucking spun that shit, you just did not. You know, we'll yeah, no, people, thank uh, you. Yeah, but that, that, that's yeah. that's that is like I think that is maturity, and I think that is like. The thing about that is like that. He's is like twelve. What do you mean? Experience. It just 13. like it just shows like that joke. And I just think that the way that you like I don't know like you're you're just like you're like a tried and true. And I know that like you love Burr and like Burr is like the fucking the guy. And it's just yeah. like you are like I think on his level. You're easily just as funny as him, you know, or 100%. even at times funnier. And it's just like one of those things is like I, I like it, 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 it's. Um, 
Like, how the fuck are so many people in the industry that just, and I know that we've already slightly talked, like, how are there so many people that just don't know how to fucking say a joke or write a joke? Because it yep. is just like, it, you, you start a thing, you kind of do a spin, and then you fucking finish hard. And it's just like, I think, a, people are, I think like, people are afraid. I think a lot of people don't write. I think people are really scared now of, here's the irony I found. This old like rumor of like, what can you say now? That's not a real thing. You can say whatever the fuck you want. People have gotten in their own way of writing good jokes or writing edgy jokes because they're afraid of something that hasn't happened yet. They're afraid someone's going to yeah. get upset. Yeah. But it's like you're setting you up your own roadblocks. Like that whole Seinfeldian thing where he was like, you can't go to colleges anymore. You can't say anything. It's like fucking what are you talking about? You can say whatever you want. It's just they may not like it depending on who the audience is. So, like, you're talking to 19-year-old kids who don't have life experience, and Jerry's Jerry's a fucking hundred millionaire. It's like, what do you have in common? Like, what do you fucking yeah. – Your like, jokes have nothing to do with them. You being yeah, upset about, more about that. your Porsche yeah. not getting clean. Yeah, it's, it's more about a, a It's a disconnect of your audience, which I think we all need to learn as we grow as fucking people and comedians that, like, some audiences aren't going to click with you, dude. Like not all jokes are universal and age gap is a big difference of that. Like you like Jerry doesn't know about fucking TikTok. I mean, he knows it, but like <laughs> he doesn't know what trend is happening. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't understand. Yeah. The he doesn't know subreddits. So when you live in, in your own world, that's when I think people start to get Chris Rock. Chris Rock said it best. He said the worst thing that can happen to a comedian is, is getting super rich. Uh, That's because, what I was gonna say. The fear and the money, and the but fear anybody, of losing the you money. You lose the hunger. Yeah, you yeah. lose touch. You yeah. really do lose. And by the way, our whole goal is to become big and successful for everyone to know us, and that comes with the territory of, you know, you usually do get a lot of money and fans and success, but you have to like keep yourself mentally grounded. You know, like when I see guys like Rogan and Burr who go who are massive, they still are like men of the people because they know if you live in your little spaceship all the time, you're never gonna connect with people anymore. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're going to be holding on to these ideas that you had from 20 years ago when you were like the average Joe, but those ideas have changed so much. That's why the older generation of comedy gets mad when they're like, oh, you can't even say fag anymore. It's like, no, you can, <laughs> but the way you say it is not <laughs> okay. It doesn't work. You, know you I mean? guys have to make, you have <laughs> to put together to like a, like a, you. Yeah, you got to put together like a Unabomber comedy writing shack when you get rich. Like you leave your mansion for three months and you yes. go live somewhere in the hood in a shack. And well, that's, why, fucking, that's you know. why Chappelle Chappelle lives in Ohio on a fucking family farm that he bought because Dave wants to still feel human. He he moved to Yellow Springs or whatever back home, and he wants to feel like a fucking person. He talks yeah. openly about taking his kids to school and going to the grocery store and like living yeah. a normal. People live like aliens in Los Angeles. It's a, it's a weird, it's such a weird Crazy world. Thing. I mean, like yeah. down the street from me, I'm not going to say who it is, is a mega famous rich person in, you know, they're just across a road from me and they live in a massive house. And I, I've lived here for one year and they're so, I've never, ever seen anyone at the house. I don't even know if they're there or if they live there or if they just don't leave. But like that yeah, idea yeah. of being that rich and famous and being in your little tiny bubble, that's to me a nightmare. I walk does my name, dog. Does a, does a name rhyme yeah. with Flarflashian? It, <laughs> the name rhymes. The name rhymes with Beave Morel. Got it. I, Come on, you're so smart. That's why know. you're so smart. I, Maddie's never. Gonna <laughs> <get> it. <laughs> honestly, honestly, Maddie's never going to get it, and I love and I love it. I Beave get it. Morel. 
boy. Um, Maddie, Steve Maddie Corral. Even... Steve Corral. You're supposed to not say Space it. Camp. His new show, Space Camp. Yeah, Space dude. Force. Space Force. But that, but good plug. Uh, Andrew, Maddie, I just want Steve you. Steve Corral, I want come you on to... the show. No. No. Fuck Steve Corral. No. Andrew, Maddie, Maddie doesn't <laughs> ingest anything. Corral? He doesn't ingest any media. The only no, media no. that Maddie ingests is Maddie-based media. Like he's just like a snake eating his tail. He doesn't watch any TV shows. He doesn't watch any movies. I go, have you seen this? Have you seen that? He goes, no, no. He, you know, Steve Carell. He does Space Camp. No, it's Space Force. Space Force, which is also you know what show, the name. You, you know what show you need to watch, Maddie? You need to watch um, uh, Connected on Netflix. Have you watched that show? No. No, it's kind of cool. It's like a little documentary series about how we're all intermingled, and they talk about like the parallels of like the the dust in this in the Saharan desert affects. Oh yeah, butterfly effects. Ashton Kutcher is a really good movie. All right, that's it, you guys. I gotta go. I can't do that. So so. Ashton Kutcher brings us back a perfect segue. So when you were when you were a field producer on Pumped, yeah, let me tell you something. Yeah, tell me. Piece of shit. Tell me. What? How could you be a part of a show that just tried to ruin people's days? It's very like, or well, that's just ingrained in you. You want to ruin people's days. That Here's show makes me so mad. Here's what it is. Okay, I'll tell you, you Canadian, you polite piece of shit. Uh, the show that I did, the version of Punk that I did, celebrities are setting up their their famous friends. So they, we they didn't ever we didn't ever pick someone that had no idea. The original intonation when Ashton did it. Um, was yeah they would just like target someone and get like a manager or someone from the inside to help them we got celebrities to fuck with their friends so it was on them right. not up we were just okay. partners in their crime and I, it's also you know that's also in my past maddie i don't talk about that anymore okay you know what dude it's not who i am all right it's Is not who i am you're not your no, last, you're not your last project you're only your that wasn't projects. my last right that was 10 years ago what are <laughs> you still on bike are you still on Vice? Suck my little dick. Fuck exactly, you. bitch. Yeah. You bitch. You yeah, bitch. Yeah, fuck you. You want to know something? When I came to your premiere, huh? when I went to your fucking premiere, did I enjoy myself? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're so mean. There was nobody showed up. Was I was there. Cool. Yeah. You were okay. there. You charged for popcorn, you cheap piece of shit. Seven dollars for popcorn. There's no budget. You, know you want to know something, Maddie? You're done. I'm getting you Why banned from coming to the state. Dave, and it was like going to the Oscars. That's right, dude. It was so actually. I felt so out of place. Benny's like, "Hey, do you want to come with me?" I was like, literally the third. I was like in normal clothes. Benny's like, "Hey, come with me. I'm going to the premiere." I'm like, "Okay, cool." And I showed up, and it's like red carpet event, and it's just like, dude, you said Did you, you take were pictures go on the red carpet. I have pictures, dude, I have pictures of you. We'll put them up. We'll put up some photos. I got some beautiful pictures of you on the red carpet doing interviews for three hours. I hate, I hate those things. I really do. And I'm, I'm, and I'm very- You were wearing a leather jacket. You were wearing a beautiful leather jacket. Leather because, jacket. Of because of Eddie. Yeah. Because of Eddie. Yeah. I, 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 I hate those things and I talk about it pretty openly. I, I don't like that stuff. I don't like premieres. I don't like um, TV interviews. I don't like- um, blah, 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 blah. I, yeah. Po Podcasts. I love I, I love podcasts. No, I hate I hate doing like um Man's I don't like hit. I'm like I don't like doing promote this TV show thing. It's really hard for me. I because I don't know what to say and I don't know how to sound like I'm, you it's just hard. like making the art. You like make you like doing the work. All I, let me tell I've said this for years and I mean this and I'll repeat this. This is a literal truth. 
keep the fame and the attention. Just give me the work and the money. I don't yes. want any of the bullshit. I just yes. want work and money. I don't fucking care. I don't. I don't How like. How fun is it to make stuff? How fun is it to make? All I want to do fun? is work and make money and have and fuck around. I don't like the stuff. Okay. I don't want to. You know. I don't know. Yeah, would I, you I, rather? I don't, I don't. I have no interest in any of that shit. And uh, you're not famous I, or I, I like anything, two tone. You have no per, even perspective in anything we're talking about right now. So I, would this, you that rather? I have no interest. I have no interest. Okay, I didn't say okay. I was famous. Just, Okay. You're 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 the most so, fame whore piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. So I don't want to talk about. Don't don't be I humble for Andrew. You're so fame don't whore. be humble. Don't be no, humble for Andrew whore. and say, "Oh, I don't want the fame. That's all you do all day." I don't want the fame. I live on a fucking farm in the middle of nowhere. Don't give me the fucking hey, humble farm guy folder bullshit. Wi-Fi. Shut up. So the, 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 we've Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't have coffee or Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of your fucking book. I, I can coffee and no Wi-Fi. Hardwired internet, baby. Oh, my God. What were you going to say? I want to know. I want to know. Would you rather make, like, television? Like, if you had to give up television or stand-up. Oh, my God. That's not even... There's not even an argument there. It's... I would give yeah. up television today. If you... If you told me I could only do one for the rest of my life, it'd be the one that I know I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Dude, at some point, they're not going to let me on TV anymore because... I'm not that no good jokes. looking to begin with. So they're just going to go, you've got to oh. go, dude. You're not handsome enough. You're aging. You're, you're gross. You're beautiful. You're Shut like your really mouth. A beautiful. You're like when I close my eyes and think of a ginger, it's you. They're going to kick me off. The point is I've always loved stand-up. TV was a thing that I enjoyed doing because I was like, I want to be able to do comedy on TV. It, it's increasingly difficult. I'm lucky to be on the show that I'm on because it's a good show. But it's hard to get a show. It's hard for a show to continue. It's, hard, it's even harder for a show to be funny. So it's like, I, if you told me I had to quit one, I wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be a fucking pause. I would quit TV today. I just comedy is the thing you can do, literally until you're dead. I mean, you can you can look at Com look at all of our, all of our forefathers. They did it till I they mean, fucking died. Dude, comedians, yeah. and not to, not to keep on the uh, on the sucking Andrew's dick train, but like comedians, to me. As a as a job to do, you literally go to a place with nothing in your hands. Just mm -hmm. you have a brain full of ideas, and you spew shit out, and you get a check. It's the craziest job in the fucking wow. world. And I have so much respect for people that do that and do it well, right? I mean, even it, the people that don't do it well, I have respect for them too because it's crazy. Like it's, just, an insane, it's just such it's a, an insane. It is. It's a it's a stupid. It's a it's a crazy thing when I think about it. It's also put a lot in perspective during the pandemic because so many of us are not touring and now it's ruined our why, business why why are you not touring i want to know like people are going to different <laughs> states and doing stuff no but it's just like like why like when you see like even like shaw oh, there's a pandemic people Maddie. going and playing here's and why going out there and doing it are you not trying to do a Chrysler movie theater tour i so we were going to do an outdoor thing me and bobby were going to do an outdoor tour together because I I, yeah. I I would i would do that with bob because we would just fuck around and that would be It'd like be a amazing. show well it'd be a show yeah. you know what i mean it wouldn't be Stand up is stand up belongs inside a dark room and a yeah. discussion. So for me, what Kreischer's doing is Kreischer throws a party and I love him. And Bert is the best. Literally, nobody's better yeah. at that than Bert. He is the fucking get king him, of that. Get it. Tell him to come on our show. I'm going to text him right now to never do this show. But I think, <laughs> but I think uh, Bert's the king of partying, dude. So it's like, yeah. I don't have that capacity. I do stand up right. in a room and I'm good at that. I'm not. I know I wouldn't be good at the other thing. So Bob right. and I were going to do it together. Then it'd be fun. It didn't work out. Scheduling and touring routing is really difficult to do because those yeah. venues, they're, they're not set up already. So they have to build these places and it costs a fuckload of money to throw an outdoor show. 
Uh, Bert, yeah. candidly, he would tell you, Bert's not making a lot. This isn't like a money game for He's Bert. He's just doing he, it. He's just staying busy. Yeah. And which is the brand going. Yeah. I applaud, going. which I applaud. But dude, it costs. Yeah. It was going to cost me and Bobby some good money to yeah. do it up front. And I was like, I don't know if it's worth it because there's such a disconnect, you know, like 150 cars yeah. and the last car is so far away. It just for me, I didn't want to do it. Okay. So then the second half is there were rooms that offered us shows. Um, me offered me and my team shows to go do half capacity, right. but they can't in most places in the States, dude, we can't be inside anymore. So you have to be outside. So it's behind, it's in the parking lot of the comedy club or, or it's, Jeez. you know, and it's I, I just don't, I just, yeah. It's not well, right also, now. So you're no. totally on hold. Like until it's, it's right, you ain't doing shit. People it's like are comedy doing, with a condom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. And everybody yeah. likes it, raw baby. Yeah. And <laughs> I just, yeah. I don't want to pull out. If I'm going to do stand up, I'm going to leave it in and let it soak. Maddie, you want, you let disappeared. He, he had to go away. Good. I'm glad he, I'm, okay, there, you're back. <laughs> Let's fuck. Somebody called my iPad. Sorry. Oh, cool, man. Just uh, put it on Super airplane pro. mode and grow up. Super put it pro. on airplane mode and grow up. Jesus hey, Christ. Hey, Mr. Santino, do you, are you, do you have time to watch TV and shit like that? Do you, do you still do that? Do you watch at other night, things? At night, me and my wife, um, my. we'll spend a, a lot of time wa wa watching like what we'll pick a show and, and, and just like consume it. It's our favorite thing to do now that pandemic is happening. Cause we used to not have time, dude. I'd be on the road or I'd be at the club at night. It was impossible to watch TV unless I was the only other time I did was on airplanes. I would download it on Netflix yeah. and I would just watch every flight. I'd be just, you know, watching something, but the last couple Have you of watched, watched um, Stath, Stath Let's Flats? Have you seen this one? No. What English is it? Show is that, on HBO. It's it basically it? it's Borat. It's Borat meets The Office. Say it again. Spell the show. Stath S T A T H L E T S Let's Flats. I just stumbled across it on the new oh, HBO okay. where HBO just merged everything. And if you let it go into like the third third episode in the first season, you're fucking hooked. Like the first, okay. it's it starts slow, but once you get into the characters, like it's just it's like crazy Greek family trying to rent apartments, and it's like it's a little derivative. It's a little obviously very Borat in the office, but it it works sure. like a charm. I feel, I fucking love I, it. I think somebody did tell me about this. In fact, uh, because you know why? Here's why I do know this. Somebody did tell me, and I am going to watch it because uh, this uh, Natasia Dimitriou, who the girl that's in it, she's yes. she's favorite fucking character in what we do in the shadows she's what we do in the so, shadows yeah dude she's so fucking funny i i I, I i hit her up on instagram just to do to see if she would do my my podcast but even more so i said hey even if you don't want to do the pie I, I respect that i get it yeah i just really wanted to let you know and i never do this i i think you're so fucking good on that show and it's so yeah. underrated i mean it got eight emmy nominations but that's the business but i think socially like i have friends in chicago who are my barometer of like what is you know what i mean because they're not in this business and yeah. a lot of them have never heard of it and i was like oh it's such a is that the vampire that's a vampire movie? yeah is it the vampire mo i gotta go i can't do this anymore <laughs> with i have a question is it I, the I, vampire I movie what the <laughs> fuck maddie god I damn it damn it's it australian it's the australian <laughs> oh it's New Zealand, you fuck. Maddie, you the son of a bitch. The flight you of the Concord guys. Yes, yeah, well, well, oh, well, he made a thread. Andrew, yeah. he made a thread. He made he a did. connection. Look at that. that is good. Yeah, Taka and Jermaine did the film. But this is the television show, which they also produced. And mm. Matt Berry, who's a great British comedian actor who is fucking brilliantly funny. Uh, Natasha Dimitriou and um, 
Uh, I can't Nandor. Why can't I think of his fucking name? The other actor. He honestly, dude. Kevin Spacey. All right, yes, I, I got, that's it. I'm gonna sign off. I'm let, let me get the I'm in this fucking. <laughs> I, I, the fucking I'm the fucking Veep. energy. I'm the energy. Veep. Okay, you're watching. You're like Veep. 18 years too late. Veep's my favorite show. I'm watching. I'm on the. I've watched. I've who, watched. Who I'm are you? Are you my seven. aunt? Are you my aunt? I'm Veep, watching. But no, Veep. but like the the, the 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 back and forth of all of them. It's just chaos. It's great. Matt, you're my aunt. You're my aunt. You're one of my aunt Kathy's. <laughs> you are one of my aunt Kathy's. Me and my me and Trish, we literally get a. I mean, he's got her pants on. Every night, yeah, exactly. once, once we put the kids down, we get a cup of chocolate milk each, and we put on Veep, and that's that's our like little time, and we don't talk to each other for hours, watch about four episodes, and just look on our phones and drink our chocolate milk together. That's me and my wife's special time. Can I tell you oh, something? Your, uh, wife, your wife will text me sometimes, and and, okay, and you and, need to fucking. Oh, no, she'll text me. And she'll go like this. She's no, eight no, months pregnant right now. We're buds. We're buds. She'll text me and she'll just give me these, uh, you know, these emoji, uh, like that board. And I'll go, what's oh. going on? And she's like, he's being him again. And I go, I'm sorry. And I have to, I have to talk her down from murdering you. She wants to fucking <laughs> kill you, dude. Honestly, you know, she I, wants to kill you. Just think, I smell like a horse and I have a small penis. I would, it's like, I, I, it's, you smell it's, like a horse with none of the benefits. That, but I don't think you, I think you're fine. I honestly don't think you have a small penis. I think this is a game that when guys go, yeah, my dick is small, it probably isn't. That's what's annoying about it. Because guys who actually have small penises would never talk about it. I think it, it's small and it, and it, smell, it smells. I have a lot of foreskin. <clears throat> and it's, um, oh, you know. Maddie, what's, what's on this calendar? What does that calendar say? <laughs> Do not look at my phone. That's what? my business. What's in the calendar? I have 12 divisions of my bit. <laughs> I have merch. Uh, 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 Books. Wait, how come I don't have any merch from you? How come you've never sent me a fucking a shirt or anything? I don't send people stuff. I don't send people stuff. Okay, if you want, uh, uh -oh. you real friend support. Bro, oh, I don't send people stuff. You're a loser, dude. Do you want the box? You know I mean, like, I don't. You know what, dude? I'm gonna send you a. Fucking, I'm gonna send you so much merch. I'm gonna send you like nineteen. You don't send me any of that fucking whiskey ginger shit. Because you live on a farm without Wi-Fi or coffee. I don't know how to fucking find you, you space cadet. I I'm going to send you a cookbook. I'll send you something you can use. You don't, you're going to walk around with a shirt with my face on it, you fuck? Yes, way yes you... I might. Yes, I might. I'm going to send you merch and you wear it on fucking Bad Friends. And if you don't... I will, actually. I will. Alex, send me some merch. What do you, you want? You should get some Born and Raised. You should get some Born and Raised. You want raise. some Born and Raised gear? DJ Premier. Uh, yeah. He likes I do. rap. You know what that is? He likes yeah. rap. You know about I Born like and Raised? Rap. Yes, I do. Maddie's saying I, listen, like, rap is the most embarrassing. He likes rap. That's just such he a He likes the hippity hop. <laughs> listen, I'll, I will I will send you a box. Yeah. Of course. I would love it. He like, makes good stuff. I would love to. Here's how you know that I like here's how you know I like hip hop. I'm actually a hip hop I'm like a hip hop freak. Well, uh DJ oh. Premier, DJ Premier and I became friends and it was the greatest okay. day of my life. I was texting him in bed at like 6 a.m. <laughs> 6 a.m. because it was 9 a.m. in New York. And my you text wife the way that we text? No, him and I, it's him and I, it's more, there's way more love. You and I, it's just, uh, yeah. It's way know. more gushy with DJ Premier. It's yeah. way more silly. A lot yeah. of emojis, a lot of cat yeah. gifts, all that shit. Yeah. Maddie asked, Maddie, uh, last text he did, sent me, Maddie asked to borrow money. He goes, Is there any way I could, can I have 50 that makes, grand? That sounds like Maddie. I was like, 50 grand? What an insane request. That's a lot of money, man. I, I mean, get that's lipo. not a small. I need to get lipo. <laughs> I need to hey, get with, lipo. with your with your entree into rap, like you're you talking about DJ Premier. Yeah. Where did you 
it sounds like you kind of uh, you enter you you've been Grabbing listening for a long time. Grabbing the hard streets of Southside Chicago. Hold on, I'm I'm asking him a question. Okay, <laughs> okay. let me finish. <laughs> if you if you started if you're at DJ Premier, when did you tap out? Because I get the feeling that you're not up to date with what's happening right now today. Because it's very confusing in the rap world. You're wrong. I I am up to date, but it's only because of I make a conscious effort to try to fo- to try to understand what's going on. But I ended my hip hop my love of of listening to ingesting a lot of hip-hop in the early 2000s mid-2000s is when i kind of it's when the game changed so much i started to wane but i'm still i'm still i still understand the game i know the names of who's i know who's big and i know who's underground i know who's more of like more indie guys and i know who's you know like i know who lil pump is you know like i know like like, i'll know i'll know the baby you know the baby no, the baby. I mean, the look, baby's oh, I, mainstream. Yeah, yeah like I'm talking like TK and Emily Chopper. Like, there's if you if you go on No that, Jumper and watch that show, I know there's no like Jumper, twenty. Yeah. yeah, there's like twenty people that. You ever watch the No Jumper porno? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, but, that's that's my preferred uh, uh, session session. Isn't video, that his wife? Sure. Isn't, isn't that his wife, Lena the Plug? Is yeah, his wife yeah. or girlfriend or what? What I is? Think she? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, of course. By the way, of course, I've seen that porno. You know what I mean? Like it's. Uh, I stumbled across it the other day, and I was just like, "What?" You stumbled. It's like his yeah. cock is nice. It's deep. She follows me on Twitter. Um, she's a big fan oh. of comedy. She's a, they're fans of com- they like stand ups, but it is so funny because I I want I can't follow her back because I can't be scrolling through Twitter on my couch with my wife next to me and just see like her fucking butthole on my Twitter feed. You know what I mean? Like I can't. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how to be like, oh, babe, it's a. She's in the game with us, you know. It's like re- you know, my wife immediately. <laughs> She's like, really? She was a guest. She was a guest on Tiger Belly. So we buddy's met wife. Her. Don't matter. This is a work. This That's, is a work Twitter. So work. Yeah, this can, is my work. Can, can I do a quick? A quick. Uh, uh, I'm having an issue. Um, who does? Who does your? You're in an aquarium. What's going on back behind you? What's, so, what's with the? All right. So I'll explain. So first of all, okay. first of all, how, where is it? How great is is that piece of art right there? That's an oh, oil. Oh, that I've drawn it. Yeah, it's incredible. And this is an artist. This is a Japanese guy. Where am I? That's a Japanese I see guy. You. That's Kasuke Miyagi right there, who's one of the fucking. And I'm wearing a gangstar hat, by the way. Speaking of which. Wow. Um, uh, 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 so what happened here was when we got this studio. We didn't decorate it, and our producers were like, "What do you guys want?" And I was like, "I don't fucking know." Like, we just like, I, I'm not. I don't do that shit. I don't know how. To. So the no, fans, started, the fans started shitting on our stuff, and I and my wife, who's who's very brilliant, who's like very quiet oh, and wow. funny, she goes, "Why don't you just troll them harder and put up annoying wallpaper?" And I was like, uh. "I literally we got on fucking we got on Amazon and I ordered this shit and we we put this bullshit up and I love it because fans." hate it it's so annoying yeah. to them. and i think it, i'm just like yeah they're gonna mock our studio i was like well then we're just gonna keep trolling our fans so for a while we added so much shit in here you could barely see me and bob it was like <laughs> it was we had like japanese lanterns. it was so annoying yeah and yeah because it doesn't make sense as a comedian to have a, re- a really slick beautiful backdrop it doesn't make any sense because i no. look at comedian like podcast design because i'm in design yeah. and like i look at stuff and i look at our design and i'm like what the fuck is going on it looks like the most crazy like psychedelic kids like dog shit and i look at all the comedian stuff and it all looks like it's like you're you're, you're creating a room for your kid who's who's mentally disabled and yep. those you know fish and well, uh it, if you it, know if you know i work with a mentally disabled guy bobby lee is actually handicapped so okay this is him. something has to keep him calm for two and a half hours when we film <laughs> it's incredible yeah 
I mean, we have oh to take a lunch break. Yeah, we take a lunch break mid show for so he can go smoke a cigarette and watch the trains go by. I mean, we have to have some kind of balance <laughs> to this whole thing. <laughs> okay, another. I, I ask you. I want to ask you another question. Mm -hmm. Are you Mad TV or SNL? Um, <laughs> I'm not on either of them, dude. I, 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 you not know my no. Uh, what do I like? What do I like? I like. Um, well, I tested for Saturday Night Live, so I wanted to be on that show. I tested for it like five years ago. Uh, you failed. You failed the test. Is, it was between me and Pete Davidson. Pete and I had met Pete before. Pete was a good kid. Pete's not funny. Okay, that's okay. an opinion. Whoa, Maddie, controversy. Wow, really easy. heavy. Mr. Really heavy. No, I, I wow. think you know, I had met Pete when he was like 17 or whatever. I don't even remember how old. Maybe 16 in Montreal. And, uh, you know, he was like beginning to be this young hype and people loved him. And we had met and we had got along well. And I had known his girlfriend at the time. She was a comedian. And I liked Ariana Grande. Yes, Ariana Grande. Ariana uh, Grande, yes. Folger. And then I and then I said to him, um, I, you know, I was like, I, I'm sure I'll see you soon. And sure enough, the next time we saw each other, we were testing for SNL together. Oh, and nice. uh, he was 19 and I was 31 and mm. uh, Lauren was really cool. He flew me back and forth from New York to L.A. And I met with all the writers and had lunch and did that whole thing. And then he was honest with me. He was like, it's down. It's between you and um, and Pete. I'm sure, you know, because we knew each other. So we were you know, we were cool about it. It wasn't like this weird secret. And and he was like, I think you're very funny. I think you're going to be very, t you know, you're very talented. and You're going to have a great career. But um, I don't think you're the puzzle piece that I'm looking for right now. I think you really have a, he's like, I think you're secure in your own voice. And, and I think that was like the coolest, nicest, genuine thing that someone, that's the best no I've ever gotten was him being like, because yeah. I ripped the fucking audition. There was, I mean, and not to, I don't, I'm, I would, I don't usually talk like this, but I've never done that well in an audition in my life. I fucking, I fucking murdered my first character. What out was it? What was it? What was it? What was it? I did seven different characters, but my first character that I did out the box was, uh, yeah, I did seven. I did seven. Um, I don't do impressions, so I only did original characters. I don't know how to do impressions. I just did characters, and I did. Uh, Incredible. I did my first one that got the hardest laugh. You know, they're they're always like, "Oh, they don't laugh," and all this stuff, dude. The table was rolling. I mean, they were dying laughing. I did um, the world's most claustrophobic elevator attendant. That was my first. Uh, that was my first character, and people would get in the elevator, and I would have a fucking panic attack as it's going up and down. Um, and it was just this nervous tick guy that I would do. And they fucking lost it. And uh, they honestly, it was just, it made me feel so relieved. And then the other characters I did, um, uh, I did a blind, a bl a blind uh, manic high school football coach. And I like all of these, you know, insane <laughs> characters. Yeah, it was so fun, dude. It's basically it's like my Dr. Dad. Octagon. Yeah, it's, like it's one of my Dr. dad's Octagon best friends. One of my dad's best friends is this, this big heavyset dude from the South. And he did this big, big, big football coach. You know, he's got this like terrible draw and, just a blind, aggressive football coach to me is so funny who has no fucking idea what's going on, but it doesn't matter. He's just allowed to yell as much as he wants. He's just spirit. It's just spirit. So I did all these characters and I ripped and it was really fun and lighthearted. And then, uh, um, yeah, Lauren was just real with me about the show not being for me. And I, he, and he made a right decision, dude. Pete's doing great on that show. And Pete, Pete's taken off because of it. And Pete was young and malleable. And I think that was what Lauren needed. I was 31. The and piece. I that was a puzzle piece. Yeah, and I had already done fucking TV, so like I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna be malleable. It was gonna be, I was gonna go in and try my voice, and they probably would have kicked me out in a year anyway because they would have been like, "He's stubborn and he wants to do his thing in comedy," and you have to be extremely malleable in that. In that, I've had so many friends that have been on the show and that are on the show, you have to be fucking malleable. You cannot be stubborn 
you have it's to. It's a work. unison thing. It's a one. Yeah. It's a one fucking thing. Well, and and yeah, it's a and, unison thing. And and your shit gets cut all the time, and and you have to be able to fucking work with nine different kinds of writers, and you have to just fill in for someone, and you get your you get the smallest role in the biggest sketch, and you have to deal with those emotions. And I was like, I, I, I probably would be bad at that. I, I, I would be like, fuck this shit. I'm not going in for one fucking line. Like, I want to do my shit. So I'm doing my shit. I'm doing it with a so mentally. It's a, blessing, a blessing in disguise. You didn't get that one. I think, I, think, I think a lot of people have said that to me over the course of my career that I've had people just say, yeah, that probably was better for you. But I don't know. I mean, who knows? I, I probably would have had. Can fucking- people go? Can people that get on SNL? Like, is that like a thing where it's like you've reached such a level of like celebrity? Can you go? It's more difficult to get back into stand up and have that respect. Like, no. I know that people like can people waver and go this way and then come back and still kill the same way and still have oh. the same respect? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, what do you, I mean, I mean, I mean, if your you, jokes kill, your jokes kill. Yeah, if you're good, you're good. The alumni from that place is, in my opinion, is is one of two things. You either. Hey, who the fuck is that in the background, dude? That's fucking dude. That's Who fucking Jason, our producer. He's a piece of shit. Nelk, the Nelk God. Hey, Jason, yeah. what are you doing, Jason. dude? We're shooting a fucking show, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, he's like, he looks like he's looking at his laptop. What are you um, doing? You, uh, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, two, <laughs> I think uh, I think you either come off that show and you have a, a pretty successful career, or you, or you bless, or you come off the show and. Um, uh, you know, it it you kind of waver away. It's, you make five five movies that get nothing, but they're all on Netflix, and then you no, I read no, no, no. I'm talking about there's guys, there's guys that came off that show, and they're they're fucking they're MIA. I mean, like there was a guy that went to my high school, and he's he's not. It's not, I'm not talking shit about him. It's just his name was John Milheiser. He went to school. He was f- three or four years above me. He got SNL, did it for a year, um, and John, I, 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 you know, he's still making comedy and doing sketch and improv, but. Going from that show to then just going back to being a sketch and improv guy at a local small level, I'm sure is a massive ego check. I don't know him personally, but I feel that's for That's what guys. I mean. Like, it's hard to go. Like, that's the talk, right? Like, I feel like. In, what, I'm saying, in the- what I'm saying is when you get off, you have to go up because yeah. otherwise yeah. you fucking right. go way down. So when you get off, you have to go what Will Ferrell did, what Amy Poehler, what Tina Fey. I mean, so many Built fucking. empires. I mean, my favorite empire of all of them is is uh, Mike Myers. I talked about him the other day. He's to me is yeah. the most underrated cast members, cast member of SNL history who literally had been so successful post SNL that Lauren Michaels put a tax on that ass and he created like this Mike Myers rule where like if you create an idea at SNL and yeah. you pick it, he and owns it the IP. Own, yeah, he owns it. I mean, that's literally you know that's literally what happened with Austin Powers. And is it isn't the Powers, isn't Doctor no, Evil Lauren? It's him. It's yeah. him. Which, which, because I saw, I saw, uh, I would see Lauren in like little backstage bits. I'm like, wait, that's doc, that's the whole Doctor Evil thing, right? Like, yeah, that's like the whole. Slow. He would, yes, yes. Andrew, yeah. I mean, he was. <laughs> yeah. he does sound like that, dude. I mean, uh, Mike Myers would. He's denied it a bunch. He's been like, no, it's influenced by a lot of people, but that's that. It's, it's him. him. It's him. Yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah. also he named it Doctor Evil. I mean, it's like. It's so on <laughs> of your ex boss. I mean, it just smells like your boss. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike would tell me the best. He's a, he's a fucking. I was wasted. I was day drunk at this bar, and I was and, and I stumbled, and I literally, mm-hmm. I was really fucking high. It was like summertime. I was high as fuck, um, and I was like day drunk, and I went into this bar called Sweaty Betty's in Toronto, which is like this like kind of classic dive bar, and in the back has a sick little open patio. 
and I was so high. And Mike Myers was back there, just like relaxing, like trying to be normal. Yeah. And and you I was it up. so oh bro, you I fucked up. I tipped his table over. I like it. I like legitimately. You sit on the table and it fucking just flipped. Dude, I walked over and like put my hand on it and like, like put like fell in almost like it was fucked. And I. Maddie has so many like. Like I I had to like leave. Like they were like you got and I was sweaty like high on coke fucking like just daytime like fucking being a monster and I was like Mike ah and I was like of course he wants to talk to me and it's like him I've had like him um. Uh, fuck, uh, Bill Murray, same wow. kind of thing. And Catherine O'Hara, one of the, like, literally Catherine O'Hara, her sister's like this legendary Canadian folk singer, Mary Margaret really? O'Hara. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her sister, her sister used to like play with like Neil Young and shit. And, oh. And, and, and she used to hang out at this bar all the time. And, and, and we would hang out. I'd be like in that little folk singing crew or there's just people around and I used to kind of mingle with some people and we'd be in this bar and we were like smoking in the back when you could still smoke in bars and I like turned to my side Uh-oh. this one time Catherine O'Hara's here and she's like sitting it's like me Catherine O'Hara and then like Mary Margaret O'Hara and then like a bunch of other people and I like turned to my side do like a sneaky fucking like stupid key bump and I fucking and like gag barf all over myself Cause I used to be a gagger. So like, I'd like fucking every once in a while I'd do like every like 10 bumps, I'd get a little like a Ralph and, and I fucking barf all over myself. And and then I'm like, and and I'm like, fuck, Hey guy. And I just like, kind of like wipe myself down and then pour a beer on myself to kind of rinse myself. uh, And then then try to keep going, try to keep going like, oh, and and, Catherine O'Hara literally is like, you need to leave. Awesome. Yeah, get the fuck like, out of and here. I'm just like, okay. And I'm just like, I've ruined that. He's so like then, Chris Farley. If like yeah. he's like a Chris Farley character gone berserk. Every story he has ten celebrity uh, interaction stories where he, where he cold like, you know the ones that he meets in his DMs. It's different, but dude, Bill Murray, the, the, the celebrity interaction. Every him. story is like this, huh? Dude, I ran. I was in Charleston. Cause like where he lives secretly. Like yeah. I'm like, in Charleston. You just don't chef, do this. Cooking, I'm doing this massive cooking event, and he's there with like, like Sean Brock, who's his buddy, his chef down there. And I'm like, represent, like I'm on this like Canadian team of chefs to be brought down to Charleston. We're cooking this thing. I'm blackout drunk, and everyone's like, "Dude, go talk to him. Go say what's up." And I run up to him, tap him on the shoulder, say, "Mr. Murray," and he turns around. He's with his like son, and he just turns around and he's like, "Yeah, fuck off." And I was just like, ah! and all my friends, like all the chefs were like, ah! like just like Luke, and I'm just like, ah! like I'm like, that's my. Did you used to cook. Huh? Did you used to cook blacked out? You could cook blacked out. On like event, like yeah, sure, at events and stuff. Like we're cooking like 500 <laughs> salmon over like fucking 50 feet of wood, and like we're doing like big event stuff like that. I'd be like on the bag and like on the beers for sure. Holy shit! Really? I was that's- an ultimate wow. loser. Ultimate loser. Yeah, every every interaction with a celebrity is just you approaching them and them just being disgusted. It's like it's I'm the guy that Vincent I Gallo, Benicio del Toro, everyone you talk about. <laughs> even even not so even sober. He saw Michael Rappaport on Larchmont like uh, last year, and he tells me and he goes, "I saw Michael Rappaport," and I said, "Hey, Mike, what's up, man?" And then I DM'd him. It's just like crazy weird stalker <laughs> no, shit. Like just leave people the alone. The only reason I did 
because it was time and circumstance. I just did a thing with uh, Network where I was selling stuff. And we, there was this video component where the person who does one of the live things interviews the other person. Michael Rappaport asked me a bunch of questions. So I just had to answer these questions. He doesn't, and he was just like, it was like a thing where they asked, he asked the next person some questions. Mm-hmm. He I've never met the fucking guy. I don't fucking know. And it, literally, it was that day. And then I was driving down Larchmont and he, him and his wife were like just getting into, they're coming out of um, the one place where you get the Italian sandwiches. And, and, um, and I rolled out my window and I just like, hey, Mike. Uh, I just did this, like trying to explain the thing, and I'm like driving, and he just he and he just he was like, yeah, okay. And it's come like, from a place where like everyone's accessible. You're like, hey Steve, hey Greg, hey Michael, like everyone is able to interact. <laughs> LA is not like that. Don't talk to anybody. No one wants yeah, to talk to, to you. And, and that was my last time. That rap, 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 it's my last time. Yeah, you know what? There's no fucking way that's your last time. I can feel it. No, no. <laughs> He's, no way. He's like a toddler hopped I up on popsicles. Like he can't I'm stop like, himself. I'm like so nice. I want to just be like, hi. Yeah, you're but you're like, a kid who's that. You're a kid who's had too much Coke, a Coca Cola. Yeah. You're like a little child who drank like a whole two liter bottle of Coke, and you're like, I'm gonna say hi to the neighbors. I'm gonna go break a window. You guys want to play? Go play soccer? Can I go for a ride? I'm gonna go for a run. Can I bang pots and pans at three thirty in the morning? You're an insane person. You're like a full on fucking psycho insane person. Wait, dude, what's sure. the name of your dog? By the way, I keep looking at your pup on the table. Oh, oh, this is Omar. What's the name of your dog? Omar. Omar. Yeah. What's yeah. up, Omar. Playa? How old? How old is Omar? Omar. Omar's. Uh, she's about thirty. Almost dead. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's almost uh, dead. What a dick. What a. Dick. She's like. She's at like sixty-five. She's, she's doing long in the tooth. She's a sweetie though. Show she's him the painting. Dirt. Show him the painting. Oh, you want to see the painting that someone got? Let me show you this. Hold Dude, somebody Omar? did a oil painting of Omar. Well, our buddy Andrew. But check this out. It's so sick, actually. Oh, my God. That's so Isn't that beautiful? That's so good. Listen, as far as, like, fan art goes, you know, and, like, things that people do, it's all really nice. But this is actually a well-fucking-painted painting of Omar. Like, I was, I was shocked. That, I was blown dude. away. Put that thing up on the fucking wall. Put it in the yeah. Louvre. You know what I mean? It's on the wall. Put it's on the, the Louvre, baby. Put it in okay, the Okay, I feel like we've had Andrew a long time. I feel like we could talk for a while. I really appreciate it. I, don't, I, I love you. I love you. I could I could always talk to you. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that uh, we got to do this. I'm sad that we have to do it over Zoom because of um COVID, but uh yeah. it's all right. We have a dude. lifetime. Soon as pandemic, we have a lifetime. Mm, I don't know. It's getting pretty thin. <laughs> the asteroids coming. <laughs> don't be so sure. Do you I think, think how many it's time? Do you think the world's like six years away? Like, do you think, like, do we got 20? I got young kids. Do you think they're going to be able, like, do you think they're getting to their 30s? No, they're going to be in a wasteland, dude. They're going to be wandering around eating cat food. Like, there's no future. Oh, my God. Did Where do you go? We did lose Andrew, Andrew freeze? Oh. We he lost. Left. <laughs> he just left. He just, he tipped his hat and just fuck off. Losers. We're losers. He won't come back either because he's just the guest. So he won't even try to come back. Andrew? He's hard frozen. Listen, if he doesn't come back, what a show. What a guest. What a guy. Thank you so much, Andrew Santino. Easily the greatest comedian in the world. Thank you so much. Uh, Powerful Truth Angels. Check out his podcasts. Whiskey Ginger. Check out his podcast, Bad Friends with Bobby Lee. Um... Thank you for coming on, buddy. We'll see you soon. Two-tone.
That was a great podcast. You have a great day. Dude, how weird. Fucking, yeah. Look at that that drawing. Oh, that my, uh, my, uh, my. Look at him. Dude, that was so weird. It literally, it said you, it said you've been removed from the meeting. Did you guys fucking kick me off, dude? We just, Jason, yeah, we, our producer, did he fucking push him off? Or y- Andrew yelling at him? What did he fucking do, that stupid milky fuck? Hey, Jason, yeah, he got, let me say he, something to you, pal. You don't kick yeah. me off. I kicked no. me off, pal. Pal. That's right. Thanks, That's guys. Right. Sorry. Okay, thank took, you, took a little so ribbing. much. Well, dude, honestly, I, I got to, let me say, let me say this before I go. I've had so much fun with one of you, and you guys know who it is. <laughs> All right, you guys know exactly which one I'm talking about, and I and and I've had a great time with one of you, big time, big time. You watch. I hear mouth. you. I understand what you're saying, Andrew. I get you it. Got, you're picking up what I'm putting down here. Um, Omar, watch your mouth. Omar, I'll, I'll fly to LA. You. I'll quarantine. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna fly. Oh, you're gonna fly to LA. You're gonna fly. Can you fit on a plane, you piece of shit? Huh? See that? <laughs> you stupid fuck. I'm gonna fly to LA. Ah, you're gonna of a shit bitch. out of you. I'm gonna, you're gonna fly to LA. Oh yeah, you're gonna fly to LA. Hey man, hey man, come to fucking out. Come see me, bitch. You know where the fuck I live. Come over, you piece of I'm shit. Coming, I'm come to the come house. I'm gonna come to your shitty small house, you fake rich fuck. I'm gonna come to your, I'm gonna come to your small house. Yeah, I'm gonna come to your tiny house because I live in the farm. I live. In the, yeah. Listen, let me say, let me tell you something. You no internet having piece of shit. All right, you fucking. Canned coffee drinking turd, non hat fitting, don't even love Grateful Dead, fake. Everyone, everyone, those are not real tattoos. Let's tell everyone the truth. Maddie got himself some henna. Somebody went to yep. the beach and got himself some henna. Yep. <laughs> All true. Amazing. I love you guys. I love you to death. This was Thank you so much. So I'm gonna fun. I'm gonna get in your DM Maddie, and get your address you. and send you a box. Dude, I would love it. Honestly, I'm I'm dead yeah. serious. Please do. Yeah. Um, I'll do it. Send me some shit. Maddie, I do love you. You know it's all love. I, I really miss you. I missed you and you guys are the fucking beast. You're the beast tell of the beast. Tell Bobby I want to go on Tiger Belly. All right, I'll tell him. Seriously, I'll tell him today. He's coming over today. I'm going to talk to him uh, this afternoon when we film. Okay. Sick. Thank you so much, man. I love Bye, you. Bye, you guys. Love you. Bye, guys. Peace. See you, bro.